0: Hello there. I'm Beverly Lewis, and I welcome you to The High Road to Leadership. This is Episode 1 of Season 2. I am so glad to uh, be able to bring this information to you, to uh, have these conversations with you. And if you're brand new here, or if you're a returning listener, I want to remind you or let you know what I'm all about, why I'm doing this podcast, what the focus is, and what you can expect. The high road to leadership. What does it mean to take the high road? Traditionally, I think it means to choose to do the right thing, regardless of what other people think about you or what they choose to do. I love the Quote by the poem by Robert Frost that says, Two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. So, whatever road you're traveling on, whether you're building a business, whether you're building a nonprofit, foundation whether you're leading a family or a community organization or any myriad of ways that leadership is important i i choose to offer you ways to grow your own personal leadership because i believe that you can't lead anyone else until you lead yourself well in reality there's a crisis in leadership in america And even certainly globally. A startling 86% of respondents in a survey by the Global Agenda Organization agreed that we have a leadership crisis in the world today. That was published in the World Economic Forum. Gartner's Global Labor Market Survey in early 2019 revealed an unsettling statistic. They reported that half of organizational leaders say that they are not well-equipped to lead their organizations into the future. Put another way, with the future certain to hold change and uncertainty, 50% of leaders feel ill-equipped to handle that. Without a doubt, leadership is being tested in ways the world hasn't seen in generations. Vibrant, vital leadership happens when leaders are consciously competent in leading themselves well. So the good news is you have a choice. You can lead yourself well. The immediate benefits will be you'll have peace of mind and a happier, um, more successful life. And certainly, I believe that most of you are here because you want to make a difference. You want to help make the world a better place, whether it's by a healthy child or a redeemed social condition. Circumstantial uncertainty is now a way of life, and we must learn to see it as an adventure rather than an adversary. And this opens us up to creative thinking and to are uh, accessing solutions that probably are out of the box, things that we haven't seen before because we've never been this way before. So here we are. The best view comes after the hardest climb. And the thing that I know as we begin a new year is that we reached a, a peak as we finished up the last year and looked back, we could see where we've been and we can see where we're going because every peak we reach allows us to see vistas that we'd never dreamed of and and opens up possibilities that we perhaps never even hoped for. So I know a lot of people are having trouble being optimistic about the uncertain future that lies before us, but I want to encourage you that The best is yet to come. If you haven't been here before, you'll know I live by that motto, positivity and optimism. I'm a glass half full person for sure, but I'm also a realist, and that's why I want to do this podcast, because my intent is to equip you with the tools that will help us all to be better leaders. So here's the big question. I said that our world is in a crisis in leadership. Why? Why are we in that crisis? So I'm going to give you five reasons today, things to think about. And also with that, a promise to bring ideas, conversation, creativity, optimism to creating a better future. But the crisis in leadership now, I think first reason is we have a lack of leadership development how many of you have taken leadership 101 how many of you had organizational leadership classes in college now if you certainly if you majored in that you did but for most of us it it wasn't it was overlooked I really believe that communication skills emotional quotient uh, Communication, leadership, all of that needs to start being taught way back in elementary school. And we've been missing the boat on that. We've been missing it in leadership development. In fact, I um, have a quote here from... Michael Leinbeck, the vice president of global research and development with Wilson Learning, and he says, research shows that organizations have not been prioritizing development of the next generation of leaders. Most organizations have not developed a strong bench strength, are not mentoring or coaching new leaders, and are not using leadership development approaches that meet the expectations of new leaders. So I'm all about changing that. Number two reason of why there's a crisis in leadership. Many leaders instinctively think of their organizations as a well-oiled machine. Warwick University's Center for Lifelong Learning says, by by far, this is the most common metaphor used in describing organizations, a well-oiled machine. But hey... The fundamental building block of organizations is not machine parts, it's people. People can be volatile, they're complex, there's a lot of uncertainty in leading people, they are not highly predictable. So, comparing the function of an organization to a machine is actually rather absurd, and that needs to change. That's a problem in leadership going forward. Number three, There's a deficiency in self awareness. Some of you have heard me talk about this before, but even though most people believe they are self aware, in psychological studies, only 10 to 15 percent of people actually fit the criteria. So, what is self awareness? Self awareness is the will and the skill to understand who we are, including. Our values, attitudes, perceptions, the impact we have on others, how we're being perceived by others. It's not about being obsessed with pleasing others. It's being aware. It's, it's also about identity, about how we see ourselves and how we communicate our best selves to others. All of us can work on self awareness. One of the first steps to that, and this this is not intended to be a session on self awareness, but I just want to say that listening, listening to yourself, your feelings, your emotions, and more importantly, listening to others, is a very good way to open the window to more, uh, to clearer and more acute self awareness. The fourth reason that we have a crisis in leadership is self-absorption, more commonly known as ego. Humility is, is a often overlooked leadership attribute because it's sometimes been viewed as a weakness. In reality, humility is a strength. I think of humility and leadership as power with restraint it's recognizing that we have blind spots and that we actually need other people. Smart people can make terrible decisions, relying on our intellect at the expense of ignoring gut feelings and disregarding circumstantial evidence, uh, ignoring past experience, and just going on intellect. It can be a major problem in creating overconfidence and ego. I've got a story to tell you about that. It takes us back in history to the Battle of Chancellorsville during the American Civil War. Fighting Joe Hooker was a major general in the Union Army And in 1863, he squared off against General Robert E. Lee in Spotsylvania County, Virginia, near the village of Chancellorsville. Hooker was exceedingly smart. He set up an elaborate spy network. He knew more about the Confederate Army than the Confederates did. Armed with detailed intelligence, Hooker positioned his troops in such a way that he surrounded Robert E. Lee's army on three sides. And what's more, his army outnumbered Lee's two to one. But Hooker was afflicted with the disease of experts. He was absolutely confident he would destroy Lee's army. Lee's only choice, he figured, was retreat. And the night before the battle, Hooker told his troops, God Almighty could not prevent us from victory tomorrow. He was bold, audacious, and, as it turned out, overly confident. The problem is that information does not guarantee better decisions. We tend to overestimate the value of information. Dr. Stuart Hopkins did extensive research on this topic, and Hopkins discovered That additional information makes people more confident in their ability to solve a problem, but their actual results are not better. Sometimes they're worse. Malcolm Gladwell is credited with with dubbing this overconfidence the disease of experts. They think they know more than they actually do. And in fact, they make mistakes precisely because they have Knowledge. So it is a trap. It's a trap of overconfidence. Back to the story when Lee realized he was surrounded on three sides, he began moving his troops south. Hooker assumed Lee was retreating, and his men relaxed. Some of them even started celebrating. What they didn't realize was that Lee was flanking their position. Hooker was arrogant and overconfident. He was so certain of his victory. He didn't prepare for the possibility that Lee would change strategies. And even though Lee was surrounded on three sides, outnumbered two to one, he defeated Hooker. It was a stunning and demoralizing defeat for the Union Army. And the lesson is this. In times of crisis... We think we need leaders who are bold, confident, self-assured, but this can be wrong thinking. What we really need are leaders who are humble and willing to listen. Don't underestimate the power and strength in humility. The fifth reason that we'll discuss today about a crisis in leadership is an emphasis on IQ over EQ. And of course, this connects in and relates to the story that I just told you as well. But it's heart based leaders who will chart the way forward. I've enjoyed reading Brene Brown's latest book, Atlas of the Heart, mapping meanif- meaningful connection and the language of human experience. And I love her imagery of a map, because as we go on the high road to leadership, it is a circuitous route. It is not a straight road. It is not paved. It is not an easy route. There are often switchbacks. There are often detours and potholes in the road. We discussed a lot of those in the last last season, and I invite you to go back and listen to some of the lessons there. But healthy relationships, strong communication, and connection to your own heart and the hearts of others are the currency of future success. You must invest in this area. Be strong. Stay sensitive. Your identity, your message, your influence, they matter. So my goal in this podcast, the high road to leadership, is that is to provide a helpful tool and a steady resource as we find the way forward together. You can expect the same format format this season as last. I will uh, drop an episode every other week on Wednesdays. I will alternate solo episodes with interviewing fascinating guests who bring their lessons from leadership and will give you tools and nuggets, inspiration, motivation, as you develop mastery on your way and in and, and to uh, help you in your journey. Vibrant, I, I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Vibrant vital leadership development happens when leaders are consciously competent in leading themselves. I love what Harley King says. May your dreams be larger than mountains and may you have the courage to scale their summits. But you don't have to do it alone. It's so much better if we do this together. We are hardwired for connection. So stay connected. And here's some ways to do that as we go forward into season two. First of all, follow the podcast on the application you are using, whether it's Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening. If you would follow and if you would be so kind as to post a review, that would be a huge help to me. It's important in getting the word out there. A second way you can stay connected is to access the free gift that's coming your way. My book, "Win From Within, The Heart of Success and Significance, has never been available as an audio book, but I'm making that available to my listeners free. You can find it at beverlyspeaks.com forward slash free book admittedly, if you're listening to the first day this episode drops, you're going to probably beat the uh, finalizing of all the details of getting that audio and high quality in your hands, but it will be available to you in January of 2022. So come back if you get to that page and it says coming soon, come back because it is indeed coming soon. I'm finalizing it as I speak. Uh, I always am glad to hear from you by email. My email address is Beverly, B-E-V-E-R-L-Y at BeverlySpeaks.com. And I look forward to the adventure of this season because remember, circumstantial uncertainty is known by another name and it's called adventure. So let the adventure begin because the best is yet to come. Talk to you soon.